It's the international break, but things are looking up here in the UK. The sun is shining. Well, it's supposed to be anyway over the next week. And we've got plenty to talk about in the Canary Club podcast. Plenty of reasons to be optimistic because Hitchin Town are back in training from the end of the month. We're going to be talking about what drills Marek would be doing if he was in charge of them and got to be Mark Burke for a day. We're going to be talking about Canaries worldwide. Doesn't mean too much going on, but some big results from out in Japan. And we're picking some interesting five-a-side teams uh, selecting players from each of the home nations, UK and Ireland, of course. Marak, thank you ever so much for joining me once again. It's episode 33 of the Canary Club podcast. We just keep grinding them out every week. Well, you got to, um, we, well, we could both talk for England, couldn't we? That's why we can't wait to get back uh, up at top field yes. and bring in some commentaries to everybody as well. So um, hopefully that's good. But yeah, no, nice. Bulldog Arena first, I think, before Topfield, and then yeah. I mean, it, have you heard from Mark Campbell any any EGA, EGA matches in the calendar yet? Have you heard from him? No, I haven't heard from him. The only thing I've seen is that he's been uh, he's been plotting his his uh, cycling rides and and the man's cycling oh, right. like forty kilometers and stuff like that. It's like incredible amount. So um, obviously, I don't think there's anything going on that side at the moment. Yeah, fairly fairly busy then, Mike. He loves his fitness and obviously inflicts that onto the players as well, doesn't he? I mean, That's... have you got any other stories of his kind of gruelling fitness regimes? Because I know you, you picked up on it when we interviewed him, but were players kind of throwing up down on all fours, stuff like that? <laughs> he wasn't that nasty, really. But um, <laughs> we, we did have some uh, less than fit guys. And I mean, if, if you're not fit, let's, let's, let's face it, when you're going up like, you know, yourself, if you're going up to a level, say, you know, under 16, so, and then kids are taking it seriously now, you know, and they will, they will run you into the ground so if you're used to sneaking around the back uh, and having a fag and then coming out and a can of coke you know before training and stuff like that you, you're, gonna, you're not going to feel too well after a mark training session no no well I think I mean that had to be a kind of a priority for me because I was a winger and obviously not the most technically gifted one so as part of my role was getting up and down and tracking back and yeah you know if, if you if you're not fit it's just simply a position you can't play and you know whether that's wing back as well but in the modern game and we talked to Michael Johnson he said one of the nice things about being a goalkeeper is that is that you don't really have to do any fitness training um what, what do you think of that do you think you still get involved if you're doing laps around the field or can you just sorry sit down yeah the goalkeeper runs around the pitch with the rest of them no man the goal when they do get fitness training they certainly do uh, but um, it's it's more about a stretching and subtlety getting your subtlety up and uh, I, I usually think like something like Tai Chi is very good for goalkeepers or, or some kind of martial art that's not like clobbering somebody with something but an actual sort of uh, more of a poetic sort of stretching yeah. kind of uh, martial art that's really really good for limbering yourself up you'd be surprised discipline and reactions isn't it because yes. i mean you get some crazy goalkeepers don't you in any levels of the games so like that might, calm, might calm you down a bit i suppose yeah. yeah i mean there was we had a few didn't we like bruce grobelar he was a uh, mm. eccentric keeper wasn't he you know so uh, there certainly are a few even Jordan Pickford, I look at and think that guy's nuts because, you know, he'll take, put himself in for any challenge. And there's definitely a funny breed of person. Now, um, we interviewed Leif Youssef, uh, the Arsenal expert. He was absolutely brilliant when he came on the Canary Club podcast, talked Great all guy. things about the Gunners. I'm really delighted to announce I've actually written an article for his um, Arsenal fan base magazine, the Guna Fanzine. Oh, man. Um, and that is available now on the Guna Fanzine website. Uh, so you can go and you can go and find that. The the link is www.onlineguna.com. So if you head over there, then my article is one of them. I did it about the Arsenal players looking to impress at the Euros in the summer, the likes of Bukayo Saka, Burnt Leno, 
uh, Granite Xhaka as well, um, as well as Cedric Suarez and Danny Ceballos. So go over there and have that a read. And hopefully there'll be a bit more to come from me and, and the Gooner. I mean, it's an absolute delight to be working with people like Leif and covering the club that we love. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. Congratulations on that one, Freddie. I'm going to, I'll slither my way over there and give it a read. Uh, myself, I didn't know that wasn't it. So yeah, you dropped that one on us. Well done. Many congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you very much. And hopefully I'll be doing one for the May print version. So the actual one, you're able to buy and in a normal year they'd actually be selling these you know outside arsenal games so people would be reading my writing from all over the place it's just kind of crazy crazy to think about the you know the people you can reach through football and all of that um yes. one thing Leif did mention remember when we interviewed him was maybe you starting a music column for Hitchin Nub News now one thing I'd like to know is at the moment have you got any good music recommendations for people as we're starting to head back outside you're going to be sitting around in the sun Marek <laughs> what, what are you what are you going to be putting on if, if you're out with the wife having a nice sit in the sunshine and a chat what music you put I'll tell on? you what I'll give you one right for, for everybody it's an old it's an old album as well but the sunshine album for me has always been 96 degrees in the shade by third world um go and grab in fact go and get journey to addis as well you know and uh, and just let them let them both run and enjoy this enjoy the sun i'll have a listen later then lovely um now it is the international break yes. and one thing i find interesting about rugby and you know hear me out here go on. um the rugby you get the british and irish lions so it's all of the yeah. best players from from the england side scotland side wales uh -huh. side and ireland side and they every few years they'll play they'll do a tour the last one was in new zealand and they're doing south well they're scheduled to do south africa uh this year they're not quite oh, sure wow. if that's going to take place yet so i thought let's put this to the test and put it as a football version now to be easy to pick an 11 aside team out of all the players in the home nations because yeah. it would probably mostly be england marek do you think any any players from the other countries are sneaking or would it just be southgate's first 11 uh yeah no there'd be a couple of other players i think from from some of the other teams but yeah you're right england i do think have, have got the better squad out of the uh, out of the british teams um and i think it's by you know, a fair, a fair way. I wouldn't yeah. say miles, but because there's great players around in, in the other nations as well. Maybe the Bale of a few years ago and the Ramsey of a few years ago. But I thought, let's pick yeah. some five-a-side teams. Um, obviously, five countries as part of the UK and Ireland. So you've got to pick yeah. one player from each country in your five-a-side team, kind of make the best one possible, not necessarily the best players from each country, sure. uh, and kind of picking them on current form. Um, now... I've got to do one of those horrible pronunciations ever. So I've gone my I I've got an Irish goalkeeper called Quiven Kelleher. Now I'm sure you'll be aware of him, Marek. Kind of the Liverpool sub goalies, kind of clung to fame uh, with the injuries of Allison and Adrian. Kind of had a shaky start and actually looks a bit like a decent goalkeeper. So that's that's my Irish player. Okay. Um, have you watched yeah. much of him for Liverpool? I, I know he featured a I couple think of I saw, Yeah, I just I just saw that that uh, only one actually I've seen him and he and he looked he looked a bit all right. He you know he came on and. Uh, he didn't look like he was in the floodlights or anything like that. He he just got got on with his job. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, your third rate pecking order, aren't you really? Mm. It's hard to kind of wait for your chance, but he, d he definitely took it. Well, Adrian's well, up uh, and down, isn't he? I mean, what's he? He can yeah. give you a blinding performance, and then and, and oh my God, what are you doing performance? Yeah, no, definitely. He's man, you know, an error-prone goalkeeper. And then going up north, we've got Johnny Evans, the Leicester defender, who's really found a new lease yeah. of life under Brendan Rodgers. I think he's Great, been absolutely yeah. fantastic for, for the Foxes. He's from Northern Ireland. And I thought, look, it's a five-a-side team. I'm, I'm going to pick a Scottish left-back. I'm either going to go for Tierney or Robertson. Right. Now, I just see Kieran Tierney as a school playground kind of footballer. Sure, you know, socks rolled down, getting yeah. stuck in, swearing at people. I know, you know, well, depends what, what sort of school <laughs> playground you run, obviously. 
obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I think Kieran Tierney is a perfect five-a-side player, don't you? Yeah, no, he's very good. Yeah, he'll, he'll certainly put a shift in when he'll be up and down there like a, like a ferret. Yeah, no, he will. And uh, between him and Robertson, I think Tierney's probably having the better season. But Robertson, overall, yeah. you, you've got to give him the credit. But on current form and in a five-a-side team, if we're playing this in a cage or whatever, you're going you're yeah, yeah. to want Kieran Tierney in there. Uh, and then the dilemma for me, I, I was obviously left with Wales and England. Now, do I go mm. with a Grealish or a Foden in midfield <laughs> and then have a Bale up front? We know Bale's not really been in great form of, of any kind recently. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, I elected to have Juventus' Aaron Ramsey in midfield and then Harry Kane in England finest up front what do you make of that do you think, I think there's probably a better alternative to Foden and Bale going for Ramsey and Kane even if Ramsey's not really been playing too much recently uh, no, I think um, Harry Kane's going to give you goals isn't he I mean he's, he's a prolific striker and uh, and you know out of out of the strikers for everybody I mean you know at the end of the day I think England have got a, you know a, the, the, what should I say the riches of the crop which is not surprising <laughs> they usually do anyway yeah, they certainly do. I mean, yeah. um, out and then we're obviously missing out on on the likes of Jaden Sancho or, or Sterling. I mean, Sancho yeah. would tear apart five aside games, wouldn't he? Yeah. The, skill, <laughs> the skill he's got, he'd be brilliant. Yeah, if only if only he'd picked the the, the England squad for thinking about five aside, eh? We'd, we'd be laughing, but it's a little bit trickier than that, isn't it? Yeah, I I um but... I I went for uh, Wayne Hennessy in goal. Um, yeah, Palace goalkeeper again. You know, you're Welshman. Yeah, um, it, you, you've got to put a shift in at, at Palace, and they've been they've been doing all right. You know, um, really. Yeah, I mean, has, hasn't had too much of late, but a bit of a stalwart in, in the in the Wales goal. He's been there for years, and yeah, yeah, a tall, tall, good goalkeeper, experienced goalkeeper, and yeah, I'll give you that one. It's reliable, you know. Um, mm. Matt Doherty. I know he plays for the the other side, um, and he hasn't exactly had the perfect start for them. So I've actually picked him on his Wolves um, form, uh, and just yeah. he was absolutely immense at Wolves, and he will find that again. I think he's just got a little bit nervous, and you know Mourinho can be a bit of a bully uh, as uh, as opposed to uh, Sancho Lino. Um, so <laughs> I think I think he will find his I think he'll find his form, and he's and he's absolutely superb. Yeah, I mean, he's pushed Aurier all the way and kind of got into that team, but almost made Aurier look a bit of a, like a bit of a better option in the end. But he obviously yeah. really struggled against Arsenal. He was an Arsenal fan growing up, by the way, uh, as yeah. were Sissoko, Aurier and Kane. So you can kind of see why Spurs may have lost to Derby. And then you've gone for Leeds, Stuart, Dallas. So yeah. you've got so all Irish, and Dallas all in Irish defence. Yeah, because the Irish are going to give you their heart on a plate. You know what I mean? They'll put in a shift and the same with Stuart Dallas. <laughs> and he ain't scared of nothing. He's going to go forward and he's going to take... And it, and if we get a counter, he'll be back there defending. You'll think, how the, how the hell did Stuart Dallas get back here? I just think his, mm. his work rate is incredible uh, and he's got potential to score goals as well. Northern Irishman, Dallas. Yes. So yeah. just yeah, just to make just to make sure you're fulfilling the rules of the competition I and am. all that. Yep. There'll be people at home getting annoyed. But oh, I, I really want to see this play out as a, as a five-a-side match. And then you've got good. John McGinn in midfield. What a goal he scored the other day. Yeah, dying, well, not dying moments. So the last five minutes against Austria, ball comes in. Thought he was offside. Overhead kick beats the goalkeeper. Two-all draw against an excellent Austrian side. Yep. And of course, off the back of that performance, he's in your team. Yeah, of course he is. And uh, I mean, he'd have been in my team anyway off of his villa form as well he's again it's just that work rate and it you know I, I i am a great i'm a stippler for the work rate you've got to put the shift in and you mix that with the ability that john mcginn's got and you've just got a naughty boy in the midfield as we found out and then who have you gone for up front 
I've got I've well I've, I've gone because this is England again, you see, and uh, I've gone for Marcus Rashford because you know what the man's just an all-round nice guy. You know, he's a there superb player as well. You know, I mean, that comes into it, obviously. The man's got goals in him like no one's business, but he's just a good human being. Well, I will point out, we are recording this at about five o'clock on, on Sunday. So, obviously, we, we do normally release these on Monday. We're going to release it a bit early because yeah. we're nice like that. But if there is And we're just about to kick off miss, as well. Yeah, England might go and get fresh by, by Albania and it's Northern Ireland v USA. But, you know, oh, well, we're getting this done. We're going to yeah, go out get and it done. the sunshine tomorrow. So if there is anything we missed, I'm sure we'll pick up on it um, next week. But hopefully it's a very, fairly quiet afternoon. So we discussed with would any other home nations player into, get into the England team. Maybe maybe one or two. Tierney or Robertson for me, I think, I think would challenge maybe a Luke Shaw or Ben Chilwell. Uh, but one final question from me. I know you, you, you love going on holiday up to Scotland, and as do I. I do. Are they kind of your second team behind England or, or do you look across the border? Well, I'm, I'm mixed race, I think they call it now. Um, I'm half Polish, um, half English. So uh, ironically enough, we're in the same league again, but that's something you get used yeah. to. So uh, no, Poland and me kind of second team. And then I kind of sort, sort of start looking over to Japan, really. Um, you know, but if, if we have to say any of the like Scotland, England, Wales, or, or one of... Yeah, you did say home nations, didn't you? Sorry, I apologise. Um, then it's got to be Scotland, yeah. Yeah, no, same same for me, really. But yeah, Japan, just just an all-round nice side. And I think, you know, they've been known now for their fans kind of going yeah, yeah. going to the games and clear, cleaning up, going around the stadium, That's cleaning right. everything <laughs> up, and the players do the same in the dressing room. I mean, Amazing, isn't it? you know, just, just an all-round nice country that I'm getting the impression of from everything you've said on, and, you, you know, what you kind of see in the media and through football as well. Yeah, and, and, and the teams are improving as well. I mean, Japan would have probably been sort of a laughing stock, you know, a few years ago, but uh, but now they can, they can cause an upset on the day they're certainly um catching up with south korea who of course in in the, the far east are the bad boys yeah that that's true and i think they 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 were really unlucky i think they got knocked out by belgium in the 2018 world cup and just by this cruel counter-attacking goal and everyone felt sorry for them everyone kind yeah. of adopted them as a bit of a second team in that yeah. in that world cup in great. russia now um, now we're going to go closer to home, just across the road in Hitchin, Hertfordshire. Hitchin yeah. Town FC are going to be back in training, I think, from Thursday. So uh, the rule of six and, the, and football and all that comes back in from Monday. But I think they, you know, their training sessions are usually Monday. Yeah. Um, now, Marek, you've yeah. just been told that you're going down to coach the side instead of Mark Burke. What drills are you going to do for these Hitchin players? They have Some of them will have played over lockdown. Some of yeah. them will have sat around all day. No name named of course uh, of but course I do hear Brett Donnelly's been out running around and all that both of us have seen him out and runs and uh, <laughs> and, and, and stuff like that what drills do you think you'll do are you going to focus on fitness or are you going to focus on kind of team Absolutely. bonding people getting back to know each other you're going to get a ball at their feet straight away small-sided games you know well, your training session I want you to plan it out and, and talk me through it okay um, that's a bit on the cuff actually so uh, uh, a, bit, a bit of a surprise one there <laughs> that's but how I think, you roll that's how that you is roll. how you roll now you got to roll you got to roll on the fly man I'm a, I'm a fly kind of guy but yeah, after all those pork bellies, crisps and pints of lager that they've been scoffing during lockdown, uh, like the rest of us, you know, uh, I think it's definitely going to start with a bit of mild cardio just to get everybody in, into sort of a, some kind of warm, you know, warm them up a little bit. Some definite stretching exercises um, is probably going to take up quite a quite a bit of the uh, of the training session is going to be cardio really and and stretching and uh and then you know what this is the first day back guys man let's just have a kick about so split yourself up into two and let's and let's have it 
Yeah, there we go. I mean, the players will be so so glad to see each other, won't they? I mean, they've yeah. obviously got the WhatsApp chat, but here even that's gone a bit, you know, kind of gone a bit quiet just because there's not too much to talk about, is there? True. I think we've done we've done quite well on the podcast, managing to keep this content up every week. But yeah, um, yeah little training games. I think there's going to be a lot of sides doing that, and I mean, it would be a bit annoying if you if there'll be players looking for who've been looking forward to this session for months. If you go in and doing laps of the Bulldog Arena, it's not really everyone's cup of tea, is it? No, is true. it? We mentioned Mark Campbell's kind of fitness strategies earlier. Yeah. Do you think that'll be the same kind of throughout youth football, just the kids getting back to know each other again? Well, funny enough, right? There's um, there could there could be a friend of mine has just taken over at a youth team, um, not too far from where we where we are at the moment, and he's asked me to stick my nose in. So um, I might have uh, I might have a little tale for us. I ain't going to say nothing more than that now, but uh, but yeah, youth football mm. is coming back, and he's he's got a training session on Wednesday, and. Um, it it's I think it's just gonna got it's got to be about because the youth it's a new season the season's finished they're starting yeah. a new season uh, and so some teams are going to be coming up from uh, seven aside and nine aside up to the big man's game now uh, to eleven aside so it's going to be recruitment going on and uh, and just getting to know yeah getting to know people feeling there's going to be a lot of feeling out I think you know finding players players moving around switching uh, that kind of thing so just yeah I think it's going to be exciting. You must be really excited for going, getting back into coaching. Are you, are you allowed to reveal the side? Or are you going to tell me that when we go off? Oh, I will. I will do later. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll bring go. it up because nothing, nothing is sure. Do you know what I mean? And nothing is certain. I don't want to say something and it doesn't develop. Uh, well, I've, <laughs> I do say loads of things that don't <laughs> develop, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 not coaching. I'm not coaching. I'm just an advisor, really. Um, it's yeah. it's a, a friend of mine that I used to coach. Very good winger, actually. Um, mm. It got and now he's gone into to managing. And uh, he's asked me for a little bit of assistance. So, uh, yeah, well, that's brilliant. Kind of showing other relationships still there and a good player turning into to a good coach as well, which is uh, which is what we talked about as, as well with Mark. But w- yeah. what was kind of the last team you were involved in with coaching? Was it that hitch inside with Mark or have you done anything since then? Last last team that I was involved in uh, directly was um, Biggleswade Wade under 21s. Um, we won the cup. And uh, I think we finished second to Stockfold in the league, uh, to Shefford, sorry, um, in the league. Uh, good side. Um, yeah. They did all right. And um, yeah, after that, like it, it kind of crumbled. A lot of the guys were coming up from London and then, they, you know, at that age, at under 21s level, they, they get their car, they get the girlfriend and, you, mm. you know, all other things start to kick in. And, uh, and it just kind of fathered out, really. Yeah, that's always difficult, isn't it? And something I always find, I found really interesting with my team kind of going through that and you just do end up losing numbers and it's harder yeah. to recruit because, you know, the people who are going to do this for a living, there's, you know, there's, there aren't many of them and they'll start getting snapped up by, say, your stop folds, your hitchins at kind of our level and little yeah. village teams kind of do struggle in the end. But, it, you know, and that's why I, I say to anyone, just enjoy it while you're at this younger level, while everyone's just, you know, absolutely buzzing to have a football at their feet and just playing games every week, just enjoy it because it's not going to last forever. No. Absolutely right. Right, Canaries Worldwide is the international break, so it's kind of only a few of our smaller teams in action this weekend. Uh, we'll start in Algeria. JS Kabili, uh, they lost 1-0 to CS Constantine. Now, they've actually got a really poor home record this season, three out of four defeats coming wow. at home. 
uh, for them. Well, uh, CS Constantine, they've leapfrogged them into seventh. It's a really tight season in Algeria. I think there's uh, four teams on 33 points at the top. So it's a bit of a printing title race. But look, at the moment, uh, if you are a football fan over in Algeria listening to us, you've got a really good squad shaping up kind of for the next Africa Cup of Nations. I think they've qualified it for it. And, you yeah. know, you've got Riyad Mahrez skippering them and plenty of other players wow. from kind of around Europe um, going for them. Um, but yeah, Mahrez, what do you make of him at City? Yeah, he's done well, hasn't he? I mean, I have to confess when he was at Leicester and then he was going to go to City and uh, and it didn't work out and he, and he did all that stuff that he did, I kind of didn't really respect him very much after that because I thought he was very kind of rude and to the Leicester uh, players and everything. But uh, moving on from that, he's he's gone to City and proved to everybody why he should have gone there because his, his game has improved. He's, he's a, a superb requisition, isn't he? Uh, Riyad Mahrez, make any team, wouldn't he? And just just to kind of get in that city side when when there's so you know there's so many players in that similar role Bernardo Silva Sterling I mean if you look at Leroy Sané now playing at Borussia Dortmund he just kind of yeah. couldn't get a look in he had one bad injury he never got a look in under Pep and yeah. I watched a bit of him the other day against Dortmund he just looks brilliant and you think well it wasn't like Pep was making a mistake letting him go it's just no. that they've actually got you know they've actually got so, so so much quality in that position it is amazing and kind of something that surprises you every time you play them um, in Japan felt really sorry for Jeff I watched their high highlights yesterday they lost one to uh to fc uh ryukyu and um, that's probably wrong Ryukyu, yeah fc ryukyu, ryukyu. yeah no we and well here we go you see jeff you're talking <laughs> about losing at home jeff are back to their old ways of losing at home two fantastic 75th and an 80th minute headers uh condemned jeff um, and and this is the second defeat as well that, we, that we've got, and they're both at home. So we haven't found our home form at the moment. It's getting a bit tough down there at Fukuda Denshi. Um, Tomoya Miki managed to uh, get one for the Canaries in the first half, so it was looking good. And then Jeff, you know, fall apart, a bit like West Brom. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, you, you saw the highlights yourself. I mean, we don't, and this is Jeff. This is Jeff, mate. Mm. We just don't, do, do we deserve that? Well, from what I saw, they had the majority of the possession. They were having, they were having the shot, scored a lovely goal, nice one too, moved it out wide, came back into the middle, and slotted into the corner. Yeah, really nice goal. The sun was shining out in Japan, but look, they've got this lovely big new stadium, and you know, they're not, they're not really getting the results there so yeah. far. And um, but look, FC Gifu, they're on the march, and they're looking they to are. join Jeff in the in the J two. They're absolutely flying. Top of the league. Uh, top of the table, uh, unbeaten on seven points, started the season really well. Um, they've kind of sent out a message to Jay Free, and obviously we've been talking about it for ages since we started the podcast. Yeah. How good it would it would would it be to see to see Jeff and Gifu going, you know, going against each other, and maybe the Canary Club podcast will have to find a way to get involved. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, there's no historical um, rivalry between FC Gifu and and Ichihara, uh, Jeff Ichihara, uh, Chiba. Now, sorry, they've moved to Chiba, a bit like Arsenal. You know, slipped out of one town to another and started owning it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so it'll just be. Canary against um, against Canary really um, over there, but yeah, four nil against um, Kamatari Sanuki, um, mm-hmm. and, and like you say, heading heading top of the league. What what are the biggest rivalries out in Japan? Obviously, you got two two of the Yokohama sides. Is that is yeah. that a big one over there? F Marinos against uh, Yokohama FC. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that they're um, they're 
not exactly the best of friends. I mean, in Japan, it's all done very politely. I mean, even when you're mm. cheering and jeering, they kind of take it in turns, you know. So if you're going, you're no good or whatever, <laughs> I'm being polite because we're on air. Um, and, and, and then they wait until they're finished. And then the others will say, well, you're not very good either, you know. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, like, all done under the best of manners. A bit weird, really. Maybe you can teach me some Japanese swear words after we go off there air at the end. <laughs> Shall that be quite Honestly, fun? there aren't any because it's one of the first. Because you know, <laughs> when you go over to Japan and you go, "Come on, what's the what's the Japanese for uh, go away?" You know, and uh, that is it. It is go away. It's uh, it's just there we go. It's do, yeah, it's all done in the expression of it all. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, no big rivalries over in Japan. Jeff United uh, and Kashiwa Racial. That's one of the big ones. Uh, well, certainly for me, anyway. But uh, that. They, they, them two haven't played each other for a while now. We need to get promoted, unfortunately, before we can play them again. <laughs> or, an, or an Emperor's Cup game, maybe, as well. Uh, I, love, I just love that, that, that name for a cup. Um, yeah. But as I said, we're recording this on a, a Saturday afternoon. It's currently England nil, Albania nil. Can't wait to go and kind of sit through all of that anyway. Yeah. But um, it's Tenerife Las Palmas later. Um, I think these games are live streamed on the... On, on the La Liga Smart Bank YouTube channel. You can actually go and watch the highlights back and all that, but I, I kind of recommend a watch. And it's, I mean, it's also England under 21s playing, and that's on YouTube too. But they look, the Canary Islands derby, a lot of history between <laughs> the two sides, two passionate sets of fans. So it's going to be behind closed doors, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but only one point separating the sides in mid table. So we'll kind of keep an eye on that one. Now, one final thing we're going to talk about, and we're going to really get stuck into this and have a discussion is the return of HDFC radio. Oh. So you can kind of building, building up to this for ages. I mean, yeah. When was the last time you even went on the website? Um, is it still going to be working or are we going to have to there's kind of a, dust away the cobwebs? No, there's there's going to be some cobwebs for sure, but don't worry. Yeah, that's uh, that's nailed down. You can still listen to us and, ca and catch this. Pencil and paper, kids. HTFC.radio12345.com. It's a, it's a nice, easy one to remember. That is our That is our URL and you will always find us there. That is where you need to be. So I messaged Mark Burt recently, hit him up on Twitter, of course. He's quite active on Twitter, actually. Is he? Always getting involved in some of the banter with the players. It's just quite <laughs> funny. Uh, now, he's confirmed Mark, that never. alongside training... Uh, Berkey's going to be arranging some behind closed doors fixtures. There's obviously some local sides, some of his mates who are yeah. who are who are f f fulfilling manage management roles for for some of these local sides. Maybe the likes of Stockfold, Letchworth, mm. Hendon in in London, etc. Uh, at the Border Arena, and of course, Berkey said, HCFC Radio, you are more than welcome to come down and broadcast these Absolutely. games. So and we make will. sure you're following both of us on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're following at Hitchintown FC on those platforms or Facebook or whatever too, so you're aware of commentaries. And that, uh, as you said, hcfc.radio12345.com is our website. We might be back soon. Yeah, no, we will be back soon, man. It's all good. Uncle Boris is bringing the gates down. Bless him. <laughs> we hope so anyway um but it can all what change, we want to talk it? about yeah it could all go wrong but you know we don't want to go no, i don't want to even um, think we, about it <laughs> no it's just not worth it now um border Carina, obviously a different surface to top field it's a fairly kind of new new setup there and what's it like playing on the astroturf pitch i've played on there a couple of times i've played at kind of king shot school and that's on a, that's on an astroturf but um two yeah. is it kind of all about the bounce of the ball you've got to really have a good first touch playing on the astro i think that's pretty much what it is it's all about your first touch you know because uh it's, you know uh, i've only ever played on grass fields and I mean I don't yeah, I have I have had a kick about but I mean you're talking I was already sort of in my 50s do you know what I mean so I can't yeah. really comment on how it plays because by obviously I'm knackered <laughs> but um it's it's certainly a lot quicker uh, and you can see the ball zipping around on that surface than it is on grass um very nice I would have thought to train on 
um, and then to go and play on grass because it would be like every you know practicing everything at a different speed, uh, and then all of a sudden coming out on the grass and going, well, actually, this is a this is quite comfortable. Do you think one of the positives are kind of coming out of lockdown is there's going to be a lot of chances for for some of the younger players and a lot of the youth players from the academy are going to be really raring to go. And do you think Mark Burke's really going to kind of take a look at all of his squad? Mark's always been great at bringing. Uh, the youth players through, you know, from the um, from the academy down there, and uh, and I think um, I think this is yeah definitely their chance now. Not I'm not saying that the 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 other players are, or the first team players are going to have drunk more beer or more pork bellies <laughs> than the kids, but like you say, it's it's going to be that that hunger. They're going to have been definitely training and working hard and and keeping themselves fit, and uh, and yeah, there's every chance that they can push through. Especially you know these are these are funny times at the moment, and it's a different kind of of, of fitness if you like. Um, you know that the kids can show. No, I know it's been a while, kind of, since we did any commentaries or looked at team sheets or anything. But which players would you like to see, kind of, be given a bit more of an opportunity from Mark Burke? And I'm kind of talking here: Rio da Silva, your Marcus Goldburns, Josh Coldicott Stevens, people yeah. like that. Well, definitely Josh Josh Coldicott Stevens because uh, we was we were singing his praises. I, I definitely do remember. Uh, and, and Goldborn is again a very very fast, pacey, dangerous winger. Um, they've, they've all got a role to play, uh, I think. And, um, I, you know, I've, I've Mark, Mark knows what he's doing. He's got these guys on a kind of a ro- rotation system going where they're actually, I, I, I believe, I could be wrong, he can ring me up and say, no, you're miles away. Uh, but just getting players used to playing with each other, you know. And then, yeah. so when when he moves somebody around, and goes, oh, yeah, I know. I know how this guy plays. Um and I'm usually out on the on the left hand side, and I can I can do this move, and we, and we I know what he's going to do. I know the moves that he's going to make, and uh, and and you know hopefully bring that through in in the first in in a match. Maybe we'll see a couple of yellow v greens matches like we saw mm. kind of in November, and that really give good. a lot of these players an opportunity to you know to be watched. I think that they I think games like that are going to be really beneficial, kind of almost as much as as friendlies against other local sides. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in, in internals are always good, you know, interns as they call them. Um, yeah, because you get, like I say, that's that's the opportunity that the kids are looking for, you know, to come through and say, well, listen, hang on, it's it's yellows against greens and they've only got eight on each side now, so we're going to pull some kids in from the academy. Now's my chance. Well, as I said, keep an eye on our social medias, the Hitchintown FC website and all of that for information on when we are back commentating. It's just worth noting, you know, these games are strictly behind closed doors. So there's only yeah. going to be really confirmation that they're actually going ahead, you know, maybe a day even on the on the match day so you know be yeah. prepared that you might have to step into action and get yeah. that radio on as quickly quickly as you can one final reminder of the website hcfc.radio 12345.com but until then keep listening to the canary club podcast keep getting involved with what we do and look after yourselves as well marak have you got one final sentence to send off the listeners with because i really enjoyed you doing this last you know last week and i think we, we should start having this every week okay. uh, one final word from marak elionic Everybody keep smiling because when you smile, it brings the sun out.